Welcome to Rooted and Radiant. I'm your host, Jan Harrison. Here we seek to root ourselves in the life-giving Word of God and cultivate spiritual fruit that radiates Jesus in and through us. I know the plans I have for my life. I know exactly what it is I will need to prosper and to protect myself. If I control my plans and execute them well, I will have hope and I will have the future that I've always dreamed of. I wonder if that sounds familiar to anyone who's listening or if it sounds like a modern personal revision of a very well-known and oft-quoted scripture. The scripture I'm referring to comes from Jeremiah 29, verse 11, and this is how it reads. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They're plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. God was speaking those words of encouragement and those words of hope in a future to his people who have been carried away into captivity. And yet I know so often we feel that we've been carried away into captivity when our plans and our carefully dreamed dreams seem to fall apart. One day, I find myself in a place that I didn't plan for, this heartbreak or this hardship. Things were not supposed to be this way in my life. This cannot possibly be the way that I am going to prosper. Prosperity, by my definition, looks very different than prosperity from God's definition. I wasn't expecting or anticipating to have to go through hurtful and harmful and painful places. I'm very, very uncomfortable. My future feels threatened by these circumstances and this life storm that I am enduring. And to be perfectly honest, I'm losing hope. Stories this season have shared the realities that many of you are facing today. Others allowed us to journey with them through some deep, dark places of personal trial and testing. They've been honest. They've been vulnerable. They've been real-life stories of people that you could identify with. You might be wondering, I wonder why they share those stories Why not put that part of your life behind you and just move on? Why expose your doubts and fears, the dark and difficult days that you never planned for? Why let others know that you struggle and strive with the things that life has required from you? 
I want to give you a little bit of insight into that because I believe with all of my heart that these days that you are journeying through have the potential to be profitable and to have great purpose, not only in your life, but in the lives of all those that you have influence over. The people who shared their stories this season have experienced God as their merciful Father, and they have found him to be the source of all comfort. They shared those things with you, and they came out in many individual and different ways. He comforts us so that we can comfort others with the comfort that we have been given. That's part of the purpose of our suffering. It's part of the reason that God allows us to go through these wilderness seasons is so that we can reach back and help someone else that's traveling on the way. I encourage you to praise God for the stories that have been shared, to thank him for pouring his courage into each and every one of those individuals, to give them the words and the grace to share. I thank him and I praise him for the things that I was able to learn from them and the nuggets of truth and the hope. Thank him for their vulnerability. Thank you for their willingness to open up and allow you to come alongside and step in to their world that felt shattered and the places where they felt afraid. Pray for them. Pray for others when you know that they are struggling and hurting and learn be a learner. God reminded us in many places throughout his word to be not only hearers of his word, but doers, to take what he gives us, that seed sown, and cultivate it and allow it to grow and to thrive and to change and to prepare us for the days to come. The scripture teaching that was shared was shared with revelation knowledge and insights that only came from the Holy Spirit, lessons and challenges to apply the word of God to our lives. Remember, he told us he sent forth his word, and it heals. And I encourage you to go back and to listen and to review and to take that scripture and to eat the word of God as food for your spirit, to allow him to quench your thirst and to meet you in the hard place that you may find yourself or to prepare you with it for the things that lie ahead. The people that we shared our time with were prayed for. They were prayed over. When they came, many of them had never even spoken their story in this way before, but they made themselves available to God, and they shared with us to build us up in our most holy faith, to let you know, to let me know that we're not alone. The enemy of your soul would like for you to believe that you have to go it alone. But we've heard time and again the importance of gathering 
with the people of God, of sharing in prayer and in small group and in safe places, of allowing others to come alongside and to walk with us. Sharing the work of God in our lives renews our strength and it revives our heart. So I encourage you to take these opportunities to allow the words that have been shared to to be a balm, to allow God's word to be salve over your heart. Read it, reread it, mark, date, build those memorial stones, mark your Bibles and make a picture board or a scrapbook or a personal journey. Keep close tabs on the things that God is doing in your life in the wilderness. It's a memorial to his personal voice. It's a reminder to you that you hear him speak and that he's meeting you in this place. Listen to the episodes again and ask God, what is he saying to you now in this personal place of challenge? The word is living and active. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It will divide between your soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of your heart. So every time you refer back to it, every time you meditate on it and sit in it, you will have the opportunity for God to speak in a different way, in a different place, for a different pain, for a new chance to grow and to be strengthened. Every story, every person, every word that's shared has been released over your life in prayer to God who takes it and breaks it and uses it and multiplies it to feed. After all, he was the one that could take two tiny fish and five loaves of bread and break them in a way that was so miraculous. He fed 5,000 and there were fragments left over. The more we allow God to have our meager, minimal, tiny bits of our story, of our faith, of our testimony, of our heart, the more he will multiply and use those things in our lives to, to reach further. And there will be fragments left over exceedingly abundantly more than you could think or imagine from this wilderness journey. Unforeseen and unplanned places are inevitable. But believers do not have to be left unprepared for those places. Jesus wants us to have his peace, his presence, his power in this world. He told his disciples and he's telling us, in this world you will have many trials, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus in you has the power within you to overcome the things that the world brings against you. Life in Christ goes through the wilderness, but you will always come through it. 
every trip, every journey that you have ever planned, every excursion requires some preparation. Preparing is a sign that we anticipate that there is something ahead for us to learn. There is something ahead for us to see. There is something ahead for us to do. There are people ahead. There are places that we're going to go. So we begin to prepare with anticipation and expectation. We prepare with humility and dependence. When we get the things that we need and we show up ready for the trip, each episode shared is an opportunity for you to check your own spiritual storehouse, your own supply, and make amendments and make adjustments where you know that you are weak and you are vulnerable. Check expiration dates. Check to see if there is an update that you need to make in your heart and in your mind and in your soul and in your spirit and in your life that would allow you to be more well-prepared for the road ahead. Prayer, building those memorials, sharing, drinking the living water on a regular basis to be hydrated is necessary. Eating bread of life so that you are growing and nourished and thriving. Fellowship with other believers, friendships that are safe and that you can share and be open and honest with people who will speak accountability and life and help you to to go further and to stand taller and to speak bolder and to care more deeply and to be more committed. Those are the friendships that we want to build up, to gather around us so that we can serve. All of these are illustrations in multiple ways of what our time together is supposed to be doing in our lives. For me, this season, the most valuable lesson is actually something that I know I will have to nurture and cultivate every single day of my life. It's my perspective of the wilderness. It's been repositioned. It's been reoriented. It's been refreshed. The wilderness is not a place that I'm banished to but a place that God wants to bless me. That idea creates anticipation and expectation in my heart, and it causes my spirit to be humble and to be alert for the things that God wants to say to me. Let me say again that the wilderness is not a place that we are banished to but a place where God wants to bless us and speak tenderly to us. I want to close by asking you some questions. What if the wilderness is an invitation to you personally to go deeper into the heart of God? Would you accept it? And would you accept it with anticipation and expectation. What if you believed that you have been invited into the wilderness because you are too precious 
in his sight to be left out of his great plans for you. What if there is a message that is so uniquely written and spoken for you straight from the mouth of God that he wants to speak tenderly to you in the wilderness? Would you go to listen for it? Would you go to take it into your inmost being? What if your wilderness wants to yield treasures that you never dreamed of that would come out of this darkness? What if there is peace that bypasses all understanding? What if there is freedom from chaos and confusion? What if there is joy that will follow the darkness of the night? What if there is a song in your heart that he'll release from the darkness? What if there is more for you than you ever knew if you will go into the wilderness believing for the blessing? What if, like Job, you were able to bow your heart and now you would be willing to pray, when I come forth, I will be as pure gold refined in the refiner's fire. When I stop and think about all of those what ifs, it stirs great expectation and anticipation in my heart and in my spirit. And that's what I long for each of you to have. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. I want to thank all of the guests who shared their hearts and their hard places. I want to thank the people who prayed, the people who listened. I want to thank those that sent messages through direct message, some comments, some responses. You let us know that you heard in your heart something that has helped you to go the next leg of the journey. I want to pray this blessing over you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I'm so thankful for the privilege of sharing this time with these listeners, Lord. And now I just thank you that your blessing is on them and you are with them as they go. Amen. I want to thank you for sharing this season with Rooted and Radiant. It has been a privilege to spend time with you in God's Word, cultivating our faith. Season three will be a new opportunity for us to grow deeper in Him.